I felt like that ad with the guy that has his like face blown off by the TV. Ad face blown off. Someone has their face. That's... You're talking about the guy sitting in the chair that has all his stuff blown back. Yeah, yeah. That one. <laughs> Not have his face blown off. <laughs> he he might have. We couldn't see his face. No, he just moves back a little bit. I think I don't even think anything happens to him. I think his like lampshade moves or something. I think it's like. So like a couple things around him, maybe his hair blows or something, but that man is dead. He's just enjoying the song he's listening to. No one will check on him and he's dead. Why would anyone need to check on him if he's dead? Because people want to know that they're dead. Oh, how's grandma still dead? (laughs) No, well, okay, if grandma died in a chair, are we just supposed to stop caring? we would bury her <laughs> yeah who's gonna bury that man he, the person that cares he died he died a long time ago is what i'm saying so he's been buried and yeah we can be like what a great man but we're not gonna be like how is he he's dead <laughs> <laughs> we've got off way two different points my point was that someone needs to figure out that he's dead so they can bury him and you're all like i don't give a shit because he's dead says who they don't I haven't already discovered him. You're making a lot because of assumptions. He's been sitting in that chair, just sitting there, and everyone thinks that's real cool, but he's dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a live feed, it's a recording. <laughs> it's not even not a recording, so... I think it's an animation. So not so cool now, Paul. <laughs> not so cool now. You know, you don't say, like, I wonder if that person in that movie is still right there. Like, it was recorded and you're watching the recording of it, you see. You know, it's like, oh, is Darth Vader okay? No, he's dead. (laughs) I'm living in the moment. Well, stop it. You're you're wrong. You're wrong to do that. (laughs) Are you snowed in? Not really. I mean, you know, uh, it snowed, but... You know, we left this morning and uh, uh, the streets are plowed and uh, all that stuff, you know, nothing major. Interesting. We are pretty snow. Like, um, our work got canceled. So, um, all, all, all hell broke loose here in Kentucky where you get a little bit of of dusting of snow here. Um, but I can't leave my house because my windshield wipers don't work unless I walk somewhere, which I could walk somewhere. Did you think about maybe clearing the ice off of there (laughs) so you could use them? My windshield wipers don't work. So if it's snowing, I can't use my windshield wipers. They don't work at all? You got to get They don't work at all. I'm doing, of course I'm doing that. They stopped working recently. They stopped Well, they used to. Well, I think the motor was going bad because when it got too cold, they wouldn't work. And then as it warmed up throughout the day, they'd start working again. But it just hasn't gotten to that point in the day because it's been so cold. Mm. So they haven't warmed up enough. So I I am changing the motor. I looked up how to do it. And I am confident. I'm confident that I can do that. So I don't want to pay Brian uh, $300 to do it if I can do it myself. Yeah. So because the motor itself only costs eighty bucks, so I think I think with Dad's uh, supervision, I can do this. Oh yeah, you'll be able to do it fine. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna change the motor in a 2007 Yaris. It is funny though because I watched a whole video of a guy doing it, 
Um, and he like did all the steps, you know, how like every old man, we talked about this, every yeah, old man yeah. has a little video of them doing it, but it got to the point where it was the part to put in the motor and he had taken off everything else. He'd videoed it. And this little disclaimer came up that said, uh, camera malfunction when I put the motor in and I'm like, then why didn't you redo it? Like, yeah, this. that's when you, I mean, that's the major <laughs> part of it. That's when you just. That's the part of the video. Like I got to that again. part and I was yeah. like, what do I do now? A video camera malfunction. I did it fine. So you're good. Yeah. Don't worry. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. That's funny. Um, Yeah. That's when you just got to do it again, buddy. Even if you take it out, you know, if you're making vi don't or just don't put the video up, you yeah. know. Like or just yeah, do it again. Like I get, like, I'm sure that he didn't look at the video until like he was done. So he's I know, like, but, I'm saying, but that's like, what I'm saying, like don't yeah, yeah don't, don't put, put the up video up, up. or okay. put up unhelpful in the YouTube like <laughs> warning unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> That's a you, if I wanted a video about taking off my windshield wipers and getting a rat's nest out of my car, I I would have been fine. But that's rat's not what nest. I needed. Rat's well, that's what made his motor malfunction. Rat's nest. <laughs> I just sold the car. I'm not dealing with a rat's nose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, speaking of rats, I don't have rats, but I had mice for a little bit. Uh -huh. I finally got rid of them, I think. Um, but for a while I was catching them and releasing them, but they just came back inside and then yeah. I'd catch them. And I, like, I don't know how many there were. So I think that, I think it was just hard. Like, I don't think I could keep live catching them and getting mm. rid of them. And I also didn't want to kill them. So I was like, I needed a third option because I wasn't first. So I, we, I think we already talked, but you already talked about mice and the, 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 um, glue traps, right? Those are mm. inhumane. I don't get why anybody would use those ever. And I never will, never will. But I was like, I got to do something because I can't, I, 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 that's my limit. I'm not going to have mice walking around my house. I have a possum that lives underneath my house. I've come to terms with that. I don't know what to do about him. They only live four years. So he's probably about dead. Uh, only live four years? That's sad. Yeah. Possums only live four to five years. Did you know that? Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway. Um. So I got, I finally looked up a third option and I got those like uh, things you plug into the wall that like emit a noise that they don't like uh, that um... makes animals go away. And it seems to have worked because I haven't heard any mice. I haven't seen any, um, hmm. anything around that looks like mice have been like walking around. I've already like sealed up all my food. So like, I don't even know like what the, the little cabinet thing that they had like set up shop in, I mm -hmm. got rid of. So like okay. that was gone. Um, but like, so I hadn't been hearing them. I have two useless cats that didn't do shit about them anyway. Yeah. And then, um, I got the, the, the wall socket things, but Paul, I didn't really think about the ramifications of that. My the spiders cats. moved out. Oh no. Yeah. That's sad. They're all Wait, gone. Does it not affect cats? It doesn't affect cats. Yeah, okay. I, I checked that. Like, you know, it's only like, I think the biggest animal that affects is rats. Um, and it's just supposed to be, it's for pests and like they can hear it and they just don't like it and they leave. So I felt like, I felt like we watched American Tale. I wanted to give the mice um, time to gather their things, get their family together and move out as a unit. 
Right. So they did that. I just didn't think about my spiders. And now I think about how like they just like saw like a big eviction sign come up and they didn't know what what they did wrong. They just they decided to move on, you know. And yeah. they don't blame you. They just they realized <laughs> it was time to go and <laughs> probably made, your neighbors have suddenly just like tripled the spiders <laughs> that they had. What the <laughs> hell? i feel i don't know i'm pretty sad because there was one that hung out like always by my front door and he's just Mm -hmm. gone yeah that's very sad sad. i'm sorry Um, (laughs) that's real sad (laughs) it really is i don't know i didn't really think about it because i was like this is great because i was like reading i was like i don't have like a roach problem or like uh a flea problem but it also gets rid of those so i'm like that's nice like that if i keep these plugged in like they'll stay away but i just skipped over the little spider icon i guess and yeah but i mean you're, I, you don't have mice so you know take what take yeah. what you get um that's interesting with the roaches because you never hear that as being a solution uh to that problem but that i don't think it always works too because like like i was looking through like the um the whatever comments and like it was like hit or miss and it seems to have helped me i thought it was at least worth trying but i haven't seen i haven't seen any remnants of mice since i plugged them in so i'm counting it as a win that's great um but yeah mice are you know, our cats were good micers, so we didn't have a huge mice problem, but they did eat, uh, we had this, like, loaf of sourdough bread, and they just, they came up underneath and ate outside the bread. And The cats the, or the mice? The mice did this. Oh. I'm just talking about the last time we had mice problem. This wasn't here. This was in, uh, like, a couple houses ago, but they were, uh, they just came in, and then, like, I picked it up one day, and it was just full of mouse turds, and the, the whole... Yeah. The it's whole so gross. Loaf of bread was gone. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> I guess it's funny what, what they'll go for. Cause I had stuff on the counter before I knew I had mice and they didn't touch it. Like, like there was just nothing, like there was nothing, but they ate, they did uh, kind of the similar thing to me. I had all these bags of chocolate chips in my cabinet mm-hmm. and I had no idea that anything was wrong. Like I just, I was oh, like, no. oh, I guess I will like make chocolate chip cookies. And mm-hmm. I picked up the bag and one of them was just empty. And I was like, what the fuck? And I picked up the other one and like, they had just crawled in, eaten all of the chocolate and mm-hmm. then just like crawled back out. It's fucked up. I just have these like fat chocolate loving mice that are like, oh no, 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 no. That's the I worst thing because if you didn't know and they pooed in there, like Ew, gross. color. Yeah, let's not think about that anymore. So uh I watched a movie where that happened. A guy ate a rabbit turd and he Ew. said Rabbit shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy looked at him and he's like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why a rabbit's in your office. Um, how do you know exactly what it was right away well a rabbit pissed on his boot like two seconds earlier so oh okay rabbit shit rabbit shit (laughs) that would be a good superpower if you just knew exactly what was wrong after you ate something (laughs) i loved it because he had this lackey guy with him and it just made this face he's like "Ah, i don't know what to tell you like i'm sorry you ate rabbit shit but like (laughs) I don't know why you're mad at me. Like he looked at him like, <laughs> like, 
what do you want me to say? Like, I don't, I have no idea why there's a rabbit in your office. Okay. Like, it's not my office. You know, what you could do if you had that power is food critic, like an, an intense food critic. Like you would be shutting down people like probably every five minutes, but like no one would fuck with you because you would know. Like you'd like, they'd serve you the food and you'd be like, someone put their balls on this. Like you just, uh, they would just know. I would rather just not know. I, don't, <laughs> I would not consider that. I would not consider that a superpower. I know that there's shit, like, we've all eaten fast food and we've all had the thought, like, someone's spitting this or someone's, you know, done something I've gross. never assumed someone's spit in my food before, but I I'm also not true. an asshole. I mean, I'm not uh, either. I, I'm very nice. Hold on a I second. I know you're not an asshole. <laughs> so do you think that would be, like, a Marvel superhero? Like, he Taste he had that bad. ability and he didn't know what to do with it and he becomes a food critic. But then he starts shutting down villains that were, like, poisoning people's food or had, like, wrong intentions. There's a bunch of villains that are also chefs. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be all right. <laughs> There's balls on this. Someone put their balls on this. <laughs> always balls. No matter what, it always ends <laughs> up being balls. It would be kind of funny, really low stakes superhero where it's just like all the supervillains are, are like chefs, and the the superhero is a guy that can taste if shits in the food that's not supposed to be there. <laughs> but Sarah, there's no way it could have been balls. This is an all female staff, and then they they find out it was like rat balls. All right, we're done. Um. <laughs> anyway wow <laughs> that's so that's so <laughs> this could really be carried on for years and years we wanted it to be <laughs> it's all always... it probably in this economy paul it probably would be the top um superhero in the world right now because people are sick of superheroes and so, then great this time to introduce <laughs> that means everybody's sick of superheroes here's a great time to introduce one <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest superpower of all time. <laughs> uh, then they'll bring back that waiting movie, and it'll be like a one-off. <laughs> what now, Ryan Reynolds? You fucking asshole! Was Dane? I thought that was Dane Cook, and it also have Ryan Reynolds. They're both in it. I never saw it because I always hated. I didn't. Hate I just watched. Either. I just rewatched it recently. I enjoyed it, but it's so gross. It's gross. So they do gross stuff with food. They do gross stuff with food, and then like it's all like body function and food, which is two very gross things. And it it would be part of my superhero, so it's something that I have to get on board with, I guess, if I want to make this work. What they're like farting and stuff into the soups. I no, it's a little grosser than that. It's pretty gross. Oh. Anyway. There's oh. there were parts where I couldn't even watch. Like I had to look away like I was watching a horror movie. That's how bad it got. I don't want to um, think about that. I didn't want you to have to think about it. You asked. Um before we got there though, we talked about being an asshole in restaurants. I I was at um the subway in our gas station recently. Like our little we have like little shopettes near my work that have subways attached. Mm -hmm. And like I walked in and I had to stand there for a while before like the guy noticed I was there. And I always love that moment 
where they don't know if you're an asshole yet when they really yeah. like that because they're like I know that she was waiting and I know that I apologized when I got up here but she could still turn on me like you know yeah so there's always that awkward like tension where they're like coming up they're like what can I get you and I'm like I could be a complete asshole you could have gotten me five minutes back bitch um should we get to the topic? oh yeah what were we gonna say well i guess we only really talked about my day well i made eggs and uh i made eggs i cracked one and it had two it had the two (gasps) yolks and i uh, love that it makes me uncomfortable i don't like it it's the only time i could yeah i open i'm just like oh man i'm eating like a little bird like it was trying to do something you know like it was trying to do something it's doing the same thing the other eggs are doing i know but i just didn't think about it you know i don't have i don't think about it i'm just like eggs are you'd almost like just you know you disassociate them with the with the animal that's being birthed and uh then when i have to think about it i'm like oh that's something was just trying to grow you know and i i i don't you know i'm not like saying i'm gonna stop eating eggs and animals and stuff but like i it was just those moments where i'm just like ah man and then i when i'm eating i'm like i don't enjoy this like i didn't enjoy my (laughs) eggs and toast um i just didn't i just didn't i'm just like score free yolk (laughs) but it's like the same size it's just like smaller you know um and then uh what twins yeah uh but i don't know i just that bothers me so um it's just a weird thing i guess about me and plus i think i've just been eating too many eggs lately you know Uh, i'm already sick of eggs and uh it's just something nice quick to have in the morning but you know sometimes i'm just like i just have had enough eggs you know i don't think i can do it anymore there comes a time where you've had enough eggs. And I almost I almost bought some cereal, but I don't like to eat too much cereal either, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I get on Raisin Bran kicks every once in a while where I eat a lot of that. But usually I buy a like a, a box of cereal and then I eat one bowl and then I just have that box for a while. I'll eat it like breakfast, lunch, and dinner if I buy cereal. Oh, That's my problem. Freak. Like. I love I love eating cereal, but then I just like it's like well I don't want to prepare something you know it's like lunch is coming up I don't really want to I want a full lunch I'll just have some cereal and then the cereal it's like oh it's over and cereal like everything's expensive but cereal's expensive you know cereal is expensive and you like you like milk a lot too I think that's probably why you like cereal a lot well I used to like milk uh, more. You know, I like it a decent amount now, but I, I can't have as much anymore because I'm I'm you an elderly drink... person. <laughs> you just you drink drink gallons of it. I know. Like that's probably why you can't do it anymore. It makes my stomach <laughs> hurt. <laughs> so I have to drink the lactose free milk now, which is good, you know. But but you know what cereal went well with Paul is comics. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah, we're talking about comics today. This is. Did I say this is Davis Trash? You know. At this not, point, you know. It's not like it's a TV show coming on after, you know, <laughs> night. What the fuck is this? What am I listening to? Uh, but it's the, <laughs> the different style of episode, kind of uh, fitting for the topic as well that we're 
recording and technically in the well it's not the morning for you it's still the morning for me for a little bit so um it is noon 21 for me yeah it's 11 21 for me so um anyway we're doing we're doing an earlier show uh and uh, we're talking about comics specifically the funnies and the the uh, sunday newspaper the monday newspaper or uh, you know the rest of the, the days of the week and uh and we're going to try to write a three panel. You want to do three panels? Uh, three panels. Uh, sure. I, I guess I was just thinking a concept, but you want to write the whole comic. Just one. Okay. Just okay. one. Okay. Well, we already uh, know I got great ideas because of the Marvel show. Yeah. The guy with the, the power to taste balls. <laughs> Red balls. No, that's not what his power is. It's just what it always ends up being. People will get confused. Like, yeah, there'll be someone that's like, no, it won't an issue, whatever. He actually, it was, uh, it was rat balls. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's always rat balls. <laughs> well, uh, sir, they weren't my balls. Yes, but whose balls were they? And it was a rat. It's under his, oh, it's ratatouille. It's under his hat. Um, anyway um his balls are out um <laughs> wow well, okay so sunday comics <laughs> you uh you were on a whole funky winker being kick so i guess we'll start with funky winker being because i think I... uh before we even get like uh to funky winker being i think just the comics in general used to just i think they used to be just a huge deal at least they were for us and i'm sure that that was not that wasn't just us that's like a whole big thing where your parents would come in with the newspaper and everyone would fight over the comic section because you got to finally see them in color you got to see the sunday sunday comics you got to see in color mm-hmm. and i that's the only time i think growing up i would just read everything i'd read all of them and then even if like I didn't get it, even if like they were the boring ones, sometimes I would read all the big ones that I wanted to see, and then I'd go back for the Funky Winker Beans and the Mary Worths, um, just to be like, oh, this is still the comics. <laughs> um, but I would still I would go straight for we didn't really get Calvin and Hobbes in a, when we were growing up. Like we had all the books, but they weren't in our comic book section. I think at that no, point he was already. Not really, not I mean, once when no. it was syndicated, it was, but then I think when as soon as he retired, he wanted it pulled from syndication, right? Like, he didn't, yeah, uh, yeah, so it I wasn't guess. part of the comics, like, it wasn't part of it for very long. Like, we got it like when we were like little, little, but I think by the time I was like reading, reading and excited about the comics, I don't think Calvin and Hobbes were in the Sunday paper anymore. You remember him being in the set? Because I don't. I remember being excited to read Slylock Fox, um, Foxtrot, and Pearls Before Swine, I think, when that started. Yeah, I remember Pearls Before Swine being like, oh, this is the new one. It's the cool kid. Yeah. Like reading it again, it's just like, it's just the same fucking comic. It did feel cool, though. It was like, this is different. And I remember too, because like everywhere you lived had slightly different comics that were part of the Sunday comics. Mm-hmm. And when we moved to Kentucky, when we were in uh, elementary school, um, 
I remember being so fucking excited because they had the Rugrat comic syndicated in their paper. Yeah, I was like, that rules. Like, I love the Rugrats. They're right here now. And then we like had to move back to Sorry Lafayette without our Rugrat comic, which was a huge bummer. I bet you that comic ran for as long as we were there. I remember it being a new thing. I don't think it... I don't even think it was an issue with, like, or, like, a syndication thing, right? It just didn't run very long. I don't um, know. I, I think we just didn't have it in our other paper. Okay. Like, I think it was just part of the the, the paper Lexington when we were there. Herald or whatever. Yeah, they were like, that. we're picking up what Rugrats is putting down. And Indiana's <laughs> like, Shh. We don't need the Rugrats. <laughs> whatever the fuck Have you is. seen what Beetle Bailey is doing? And you want to run that shit? <laughs> Beetle Bailey. Now, I guess we can d- discuss it this way because it doesn't matter the content of 90% of these comics. They're all about the same. The humor, like, you don't laugh at them. You just look at them. And some of them are more fun to look at. And you're right, the color, when they did the color on Sunday, that was exciting because it's like, wow, we can see what color the boring comics are. But they're all... (laughs) Pretty boy. She's blonde. This is amazing. <laughs> wow. Blondie is blonde. And uh, you know, every once in a while, I remember Zitz being pretty popular because it's like, Tom, you're like Zitz, and then oh yeah, it's like yeah, and then it's like oh, Jeremy and Sarah. Yeah, that's right. Because Sarah, yeah, and yeah, because uh, Tom started dating Sarah, and then we were like, fuck, he wants to be Jeremy he's so bad, just like Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we all said so <laughs> um they mean they're it's not that i don't know i just don't you know like reading them recently like i'll still if somebody has a newspaper i don't have a newspaper newspapers are dying they're almost completely dead you know we can go they're online dead. and read the the sunday comics but well I don't now know. like because i think before I got jealous of the life of a, a comic book artist because they didn't have, like, I get that they had to, like, draw all that shit, but look at the stuff they had to come up with and they're millionaires. Like, mm-hmm. look at Jim Davis writing Garfield. And all he had to do was make that cat be annoyed about something and then John just be like, what's up, guys? And then he's probably set for life just doing that his whole life. And imagine, like, because Garfield's even, like, like, all these comments are pretty boring. I feel like Calvin and Hobbes is probably the height of luxury of comics. Like that was like, you actually put thought into that and it was like amazing to like see all the different stuff he did. But look at like the Ziggies. The man who wrote Ziggy is probably a millionaire. Yeah. And you can say whatever you want about the Ziggy man. Um, but he's set here. Like you saying, like, you know, he's untouchable. I don't untouchable. know if Ziggy's still running or what Ziggy's situation is or I don't even really remember. Like, there was the two bubble comics at the bottom that everybody hated, The Family Circus and Ziggy, and they were both about the same, where it's just like, this isn't, this isn't anything. This is hardly a joke. Yeah. Um, And, like, Ziggy, I think, was worse because it's like the character wasn't even interesting. Like, uh, you could, Family Circus had, like, the, the running around town stuff, and, like, the art was, like, okay, you know, but like Ziggy, Ziggy was, was just, just a thumb looking at a sign most of the time. Yeah, it was a sign. And that... getting insulted by it. Yeah. Ziggy sucked. And uh but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's just partially right place, right time, I guess, and just like 
being there when it was, uh, you know, when you could draw a little guy and just like, well, Man. this is this could fill some space, pretty much, right? Like, pretty yeah. If I went back in time, though, that's the first thing. That's the job that I'd go for. I'd be like, I want to be, I want to have a syndicated comic strip that uh, gets put on folders and gets a Christmas special, and yeah. I want to be set for life because of that. People can take it from me. They can they can go off in any direction they want. I'm not going to be as morally um, sound as uh, Bill Watterson, but I'm just going to let my characters be taken, and I'm going to let the money flow as long as they're not promoting evil things. Right. That's a put that's, them on a folder. Put them on a folder. Put them on a card. Yeah, some sort of special or. Uh... Yeah, like that's Jim Davis's whole philosophy. I think it's just like he doesn't care where Garfield is. Like, mm -mm. there's so much Garfield crap, and and uh, it's sort of like mutated into something else. There's a whole online obsession with Garfield and all of this bizarre, you know, different world stuff. And I don't feel like Jim Davis cares really. I remember, remember the whole uh, Garfield minus Garfield thing, which is still like, it's really funny it's just there's two versions of it i don't i i don't know which one's funnier there's one that that removes garfield's thought bubble so it's just john talking to his cat and then there's mm -hmm. one that just removes garfield entirely so it's just john talking to nobody and those are they're both funny for different reasons because sometimes john will say something alarming and it's just garfield <laughs> with wide eyes like staring at him <laughs> But sometimes without Garfield, it'll just like walk into a room and looks like it'll like walk through and sad and dejected with <laughs> cloud makeup on. And then the next bit, it's just nothing. And it's so funny because it's like there's no chance that like they're so simple, but it's like it would be hard to think of somebody coming up with that on their own. Like, right, the without the other, the other party. Yeah. Like somebody, you know something being removed from it i guess like just the thought of someone being like i'm gonna make a comic about just a really sad guy and a lot <laughs> of it's empty space and like it's such a genius that and it makes me like i laugh out loud reading them just because they're it's so funny but jim jim davis is aware of this but it's funny that he's just like you know you can put my comics next to it so people can see and the guy's like, yeah, like he did it, but it's just like that. Just <laughs> like it's it's funny because it's just like he does. I don't think he's like you have to do it. I I don't think, but like it's funny the way you worded it though, because I can just think of like a a Jim Davis like um documentary where they like knock on his door and he's like, well, I don't care what they do with Garfield. I never want to see that little bitch again. I don't care what they do with him. I don't even give a god. I don't give a good goddamn. He just jump into like... my Garfield pool now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it'll be like, yeah, that I think you should leave. His whole thing is Garfield theme. He's like, mm -hmm. I'll give a shit. <laughs> yeah, every part of his house is Garfield theme. Yeah, it's um, but it's yeah, it just he doesn't seem like he cares at all what happens, and you know, I, I'm sure he's got bad politics. He's good friends with uh, uh. Is it Mitch McDaniel's that he's friends with? No, he's good friends with um, uh, Pence. Oh, Indiana he's, boys. Yeah, they both went to uh, 
to um, India State, I believe. No, well, whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, it was probably Ball State because Ball of State, where yeah. I yeah, think they claim Jim Davis. Well, yeah, Muncie does. I think that's the big hub of uh, Garfield. But... <laughs> Garfield hub. If you want to know where to hang out, it's Bowling Green, Indiana, or Muncie, Indiana. Muncie, sorry, Bowling Green. Bowling Green is where <laughs> is where Ball State is, right? No, no, no. Um, you're you're wrong <laughs> about like eight things here. <laughs> Bowling Green is in Kentucky. <laughs> Do you mind uh, uh, writing them all down? <laughs> it's where. Uh, what is the school that it doesn't matter? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think now now that I live in Kentucky, everyone's always saying Bowling Green, and I get it mixed up because of Ball State sounds like Bowling Green um, a little bit. <laughs> I'm just going to leave this for a second here. <laughs> I guess they both start with Bs, <laughs> but there's really, there's two words in each of them. I know um, it's like it's like I don't know. Let's stop uh, and continue into comics. Um, so specifically, we were talking about we were thinking about Funky Winker Bean last time we talked. We were thinking mm -hmm. about him, just thinking how he's doing. Right. Um, that was one of the comics that I would read last. Like I would still read them. I'd read um, him and Crankshaft are in. They're in the same. They live in the same town, but they're not related anyway. But sometimes Funky Winker Beam will show up in Crankshaft. Hi. But they're both. <laughs> Remember me? I'm Funky Winker Beam. It's me. My funky. name's Fun, but that's where it ends. <laughs> that's where the. <laughs> that's literally the only reason this has any popularity is because it's called Funky Winker Beam, and it's I... fun to say. I, and like I guess I I don't think we were ever uh, like reading comics when it was still fun, but I guess it did start with Funky Winker being just being a teenager that yeah. did just kind of have like little quips and like go to school and shit. But he still yeah. wasn't a fun guy. I don't like, and the guy that wrote this, I think his name's like Tom Buick or something. I don't know. I Daddy. don't care. Uh, but like I, he just seems like the most depressing, crazy motherfucker in the Whoa. world. Whoa. What? Whoa. Huh? Are you talking did you, I saw an interview with him? He seems like a pretty I mean He seems, seems like cool. A... I only read about him, so that's interesting. Because I read about him and he sounds insane. You watched him and he seems to like I, I uh, he's just like he's writing all these comics and just getting like more and more like crazy with the way that he like builds the characters and like his first that I think it was called John Darling. Where like the the it's a guy that just had quips in a like a news environment and he just had a friend there, and right. they were gonna pull that from syndication and not pull it from syndication, but I think they were finally gonna get the rights to it. And he didn't want anybody to have the rights to this comic. So at the very in the very last panel, he had somebody shoot the guy. What the fuck? like he just straight up yeah they straight up shot the main character and he died, and then they're just kind of like well you can't use that character anymore bitch. Jesus. Like, even though, don't you think you can just, like, be like, that was a dream and start drawing the character again? I don't know why everyone treated that like it was a real death. They're like, oh, he shot him. He's dead. Yeah, it's like comics are famous for just being like, that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Back to But that. yeah, that's that's how he ended his first um, comic, is that he just shot the guy. And this was not a comic that had, like, a shooting, like, it would be like if the family circus ended just because, oh, like, wow. the mom came home and shot the dad. I hope that's how it is. 
<laughs> that would be the best joke and to have the family circus be the family circus for however long. It's still, I'm sure it's still going. And it's like the kids, like grandchildren running it now. And they're like, yeah, I mean, I of so. course we're going to take, you know, a bucket load of money to draw a circle and some, um, like, you know, mom, church is, you know, I love Jesus. And I don't know what they say. I can't even get my gun. <laughs> but if she just shot them all. And then sat the gun down on the table and walked out. Who could blame that mom? Her kids have been like they've been one children. to seven years old for how many years? She's, like she's in done. hell. Yeah, she's <laughs> in hell. All the like the winker beans are growing and the zits are growing and the uh the uh Lord, Lu, what was that? Uh Luann? Is that her name? Oh, I forgot about Luann. I liked Luann. That was all right, yeah. They I they tried to Luan. make it more uh, modern, I think. That I think that was like pushed towards teens because like they kind of had her look like the Lizzie McGuire comic yeah. character, and so I think that's kind of what pulled your attention to it because it came out around the same time, and then you're like, oh, it's me and Luann against the world because there was like cool girls in right. Luann's universe, but she had like different hair but the same face. Yeah, they all had that same face. <laughs> Luann's ugly, but it's just her hair. It's drawn differently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked Luann. But yeah, like, so what? What did he say in the interview that made you think he was a cool guy? Like, I didn't say he was cool. He just seemed like a guy. You straight like, up said he was cool. I did not say he was cool. I said he was a depressing freak. You said you thought he was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm just pushing back against that very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he didn't want the comic to continue. It's 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 pretty rare. But it did to... continue. It continued till 2022. Funky Winkerbean? Yeah. Oh, is the guy that shot got shot was funky? No, 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 no. That was a different comic. But That's that ended. About. Yeah, but the reason he did that is because he was going to lose the rights. So, he wanted the rights. I'm all on the Tom Baddix. Uh, so, and then side. like and then Funky Winker Bean, look what like that went down into. And like look at all the weird shit that he put into like cuz like there was a bunch of complaints about how like Crankshaft would say a bunch of sexist weird shit and oh. like like there was like one really controversial comic where Crankshaft told his wife that it was she didn't really need pepper spray anymore cuz she was old. Like shit like that. That's what you're <laughs> defending. I'm not. I mean, I only I know about as much. About you knew all of this, <laughs> and you defended this man. Tom Baddock, uh, American hero, in my opinion. <laughs> but he, um, yeah, in this this like five minute clip I watched of him on CBS, I thought like because he was talking about um, he had like, I don't know if it was like the first gay pot line but it was at least a controversial one where the kids were wanting to go to the prom and uh they were um you know they were refused entry because they were gay and and he made a comic about that and he made a comic about his uh, struggle with cancer i guess that people enjoyed and then he uh did something about pregnancy does he write crankshaft as well he writes crankshaft yeah Crankshaft, he's a cranky old man. He's it's he Dennis the Menace man. if it focused on uh, uh, Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> we both got there at the same time. Um, 
Yeah, I thought, was it his battle with cancer? I thought it was his wife's battle with cancer. Well, I from this interview, I didn't take much information away from. Yes, it's his. Uh, it was his battle. He said that he had he, it. It was his own battle. Okay, because that's. I thought that he wrote a book about his wife's battle with cancer, and then like he kept like bringing that up in Funky Winker Bean, where he was just kind of like, "I I have the right to say this stuff because I did this or something." Oh, but. And like the the woman that he gave cancer to, she had cancer for years in the strip. And every I guess he made it clear that she was going to die at some point. It was like grief porn, like this oh. is us, where you know that that guy was gonna die in a fire at some point, but it wouldn't tell you when. And so you kept watching, and they'd have oh, him almost bullshit. die like seven yeah. times. So that's kind of what Funky Winkerbin did with its uh, cancer like patient in in Funky Winkerbin, where there's kind of like. Well, another year, Lisa is still here, and they, and I guess he also there's there was controversy in Funky Winker being I don't I didn't read the actual comics, but I was like reading up on um, the controversies of Funky Winker being. I guess a few times too, he would have just for the sake of cliffhangers, he would have characters like be put in like life and death situations, and then just like bring like just like do do the stupid it was a dream or like i guess he had he had a guy that was supposed to be in war or something and he like got blown up by by um an id like in the in the field or something and then the next panel they're just kind of like that would have been crazy (laughs) could you after like a cliffhanger so I don't know. I think that the guy was unwell, and he he brought out a lot of that in within Funky Winker Bean. Okay. Well, I'm not making these claims. It's, this is Paul <laughs> Kelly. If you Tom Baddock, if you want to sue someone. Uh, so, yeah, I um, I remember always seeing Funky Winker Bean. I don't hate the art style. I think it's like it's nice and smooth and and everything, but it's just always so boring and there was never any sort of punchline it was just like two people having a very sad conversation and and then it's just like okay <laughs> it's yeah it just now. it had no business being called funky winker Bean, and i think that he floated on the tails of it being funky winker Bean. yeah he floated on those tails and he <laughs> yeah he did and like um because funky winker Bean is a funny name and we all assume, like, there's that whole joke in The Simpsons where Marge is like, oh, it's Funky Winker Bean, you know? And if you're unaware <laughs> of who it is, like, they cut to the balloon. It's just this very sad fan. <laughs> that is what it is. It's just, like, it's depressing. Also from Northern Ohio. Uh, and um, I think... that's the I think that's the funniest thing to me about Funky Winker Bean is that this guy's from Ohio. I forget where he is in Ohio, but Funky Winker Bean is based in a different city in Ohio, which is very funny. And it's very, it's a very Midwest thing. Like, it's just like, well, I'm not going to take him out of Ohio, but he's not going to live here. He's not living in live this in, place. He's going to live in the grand part of maybe Western Ohio <laughs> or maybe <laughs> Southern Ohio. I think they're, yeah, they mentioned Akron. I don't know if he's from Akron or if the shows, they're the comic set in Akron. At least yeah. Like a, There's one that started with an A, one that started with an M, and he's in one of those and the comics in the other. And I think I you're see. right, it's Akron. Akron. Akron's the big one. Yeah. 
it's uh, the scariest I've ever driven through a city was Akron, Ohio. They had this really? They were doing construction and they just like they didn't have any it didn't make sense how the how you merged so car like lanes on the highway were merging into one lane without stopping. Oh. Ooh. And uh it was terrifying. Uh we were You know people through. can't handle that. No, I mean I was just one of those things, just like, I, I have no idea. I see a car coming. Am I supposed to slow down? Are they going to speed up? And it's just like, let's get the hell through this and hope to gosh we never have to drive through Akron, Ohio again. People Hopefully. drive, in, like, people drive like they're the only person on the road. Like, it's crazy. I, like, there's a whole um, part of my drive home where it, we're just a solid lane for a while because there's a bunch of construction. And what you should do in that situation is leave like a gap car width in front of you so that the cars merging can get in without you having to stop traffic. But right. fucking no one will do that because everyone thinks that that person's just getting ahead of them. I know. But, and then that just makes it gridlocked. And you're just like, if people all did this, then we wouldn't have to fucking stop every time someone wanted to merge because they're going to merge. Like no one's going to just be like, fine, I'll just go a different direction. Yeah. I guess we'll just, they're going to merge. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, so I, like you might as well just make fucking room for them so that we can all just go on with our lives. That drives me crazy too with um when they have like a lane closure on the highway. Are you is this what you were talking about? I'm sorry. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean same situation. It's like I know like this is one of those things where it's like, well, in other countries, you know, there's there's like a traffic cop at the very front. So say if there's a crash that's cutting off like the left lane of traffic and they're merging all the traffic over to the right. They'll have somebody there keep the traffic in both lanes all the way until the closure. But just yeah, and like, then just merge. Well, just, and just have like a traffic cop there. It's like, okay, you go, you go, you go, yeah. you go. And it doesn't slow down traffic. And it just like, but what happens here in the United States of America is that every, all the people, try to, like if the left lane's closed, they'll get in the left lane and try to speed up to yeah. somehow like get in front of, a bunch of people, then they'll merge over. They slow down everybody who's gotten over to the right lane because they saw a sign that says left lane closed, get over. And they're mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to speed up to the front and then merge over. And it's like, if you didn't do that, we'd all we'd all be home by now. But you, yeah. you have to fucking do this shit for really not much gain. And now everybody's stuck in traffic for God knows how long. And it's like, if, yeah. There will always all... be... In that same situation, there's always the person that wants to be the hero, too, which at first you're like, yeah, someone's doing it. But then you're like, this is also fucking it up because someone will like stop in that lane so no one can go up anymore. Yeah. And then they'll slowly drive next. But all that does is make all those people have to merge at the same time, yep. which also still slows you down. It just doesn't slow down the, the hero. So yeah, just, at first so you're like, yeah, this guy's stopping that from happening. And then you're like, wait, this sucks even more. Yeah, it's just like it's all of this stuff where it's just like if we could just get over ourselves a little bit. Um, well, it requires you having to think like about someone else in another car for two seconds. Very which briefly, most people can't do. Yeah, and it's just like I'm not even being nice when I let people over and stuff. It's just no. like that's what you do to make sure that like we can all just keep moving and yeah. get to where we need to go. And, like, and then you always like, you always hope someone else notices what you did and then realizes you didn't stop and learns, but they won't. 
Yeah. Because like uh, when I'm driving home, I use I'm usually I'm not, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I'm usually the only one in my little squad of of uh, gridlock cars that leaves a giant space in front of me, and like everyone merges in front of me, but I never stop. You know. Yeah, I know it's great because it's just like I I don't care as long as I can keep moving. Like yeah. we're all moving slow. I don't understand why there's the guy that's like on somebody's ass when it's gridlock traffic. It's like, what are you thinking is going to happen? Like, yeah. we're not. This moving. is gonna pick up any minute. And they'll like, try to get over a little bit to see like around. Like, just fucking cool down and like, yeah, just get over yourself. But we all think individually. I think in the worst possible ways to make it just like, we never just do things. That's like, okay, this makes sense for everybody. Like, let's do this. It benefits everybody. You know, you might not be able to like get, I don't know, like home two minutes earlier, but like now yeah. it's not going to stop traffic for two hours. So anyway, that's a little traffic talk for you. Um, it's, yeah, it's stupid. I wish I had like a little sign that I could fall out, just like "baby, you got to chill." Yeah, just tiny chill man, out little buddy, <laughs> you just got to chill. You yeah. got to slow down. You're not. You got to think. Wherever you're you got to think for a you're, second. You're just gonna be like, "Oh, I don't know what to do now." Just like, just <laughs> eat in your car for a little bit. Just chill the fuck out, and like. Just... I used to get like road rage stuff, but now I pretty much just say that in my car whenever someone's like yeah. on my bumper. I'm like, friend, you got to you got to chill. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's just like treat them like <laughs> they're being children because they baby are... friend. It's like I'm not gonna. I mean, you can do this stupid shit, but I'm not gonna get mad. Like I'm not gonna react. I know. I just rather they just go around me. Like I, I never. Just just go away <laughs> yeah i'd I'm rather just, just get in the right lane i always let if people are on my bumper especially if they're on the b bumper in the right lane i just get in the left lane i'm just kind of like see how easy it was you yeah. could have passed me on your own but yeah. instead yeah we're not gonna do this and then i'll just slowly get back into the right lane i'm just like look how easy that was buddy you just yeah. had to go around me i know and like they'll do that they'll I always do this thing where they'll come up and they're in the right lane and the left lane's open they'll come all the way it's probably what you're talking about They'll come all the way up, like they'll come speeding up. And before yeah. they get over, it's almost like this intimidation thing or this just like, just like, just fucking, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care about you. I'm just here in my car so I can get home. It's insane. And then they'll that turn all... into like the Wendy's parking lot. And you're like, thank God you got there. Yeah, really. Thank, thank congratulations. God. You got there two seconds earlier. So you can, I don't know. It just like. All the oh. hamburgers would be gone if it wasn't for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, we can let's go back to Funky Winker Bean. Uh, oh. it, well, we don't even have to. We I think we've exhausted Funky Winker Bean. Um, like there's not much to say about him, but it's also there's like not much, but it's also super interesting to like read up on him because it's like so it's so depressing. Like it's just like he and he's just been syndicated for for how like Okay, so I think it was like the 70s when he started, and then he he rested that, uh, I think he finally um, stopped Funky Winker being, in tw uh, like I said, uh, 2022. And then he's still doing Crankshaft, so, oh, but all these characters just don't seem... I don't think that he likes these characters. Like, I feel like, like, I, like with the Darling guy... He was comfortable just shooting this guy so that no one else could have him. It wasn't like Jim Davis with Garfield, where I don't think it, he's super precious to him, but 
just let Garfield live wherever Garfield wants to live. But yeah. he's like, my characters die with me. And he's like holding a gun in the air. And everyone's like, just take Funky Winkerbean. We don't yeah, want him. You can have Funky Winkerbean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he kills, he kills this guy out of nowhere. And then that comic's pretty much forgotten because I'd never heard of it until I looked this up. But it was like a pretty popular, just syndicated comic. I, and and I, I know I'm getting the first name wrong because I think it was some, it's Jay Darling. I know his last name was Darling. Um, but you have you ever heard of that comic? No. I mean, yeah, it yeah. it pretty much just died with the the character that got shot, and then Funky Winkerbean you only remember because his name's fucking fucking Winkerbean. Like, mm. I don't think anyone had any like, I don't think anyone saw those characters every day and was like, what's gonna happen? It's um, funny that there are there are a lot of strips like that where it's just like, who is the person can keeping that's going and there's also there's not like nielsen ratings or anything where you can look and say look people's eyes were on i mean yeah not back when you know that wasn't digital but like you know everybody's eyes are on this i think it i i'm honestly the front page is always all eyes on funky winker bean <laughs> funky gets people bigger. cannot take their eyes off funky <laughs> bigger panels. what is he gonna do next but it's like clearly there at least there's some response to it because people uh you know do whatever they do to well to... i think too i think older people just get um they i think they just like routine and they don't like yeah. when things change because when i worked in news like you would think that like there'd be like the dumbest things that we just did because we've always done them and then like every time like a new producer would come in and be like we're not going to do that anymore there would be like maybe two old ladies that would call but they would call every day and they would call and call and call if you tried to fucking change anything. So I think that that might, like, I can't say this for certain, but I'm sure that's why a lot of things stay the same in a newspaper because newspapers were probably way more precious to like older people than the, than the news or the anything on TV. So can you imagine something changing in someone's newspaper that they read every day, even if they didn't care about it? Or if it wasn't even something that they like, even like fully knew why they wanted it that way, mm -hmm. they're going to call and they're yeah, going to have fucking something to say. I mean, that's how I feel about these comics is that I don't even really have any sort of attachment to them, but it's like, well, I got to look at them every day. You know, I got to look at this one. I got to read this one. And like, it's... and you did notice when they were gone, like, notice, if, yeah. yeah, if they tried to like move something you'd be like okay like that's different like why why do that why'd right. you do that i would never call another thing i thought was interesting when when i was like looking up comics and stuff and we already kind of touched on it but the way like rugrats decided to start doing a comic it's not like rugrats started as a comic and then just like turned into a show or something i don't know why they decided to go back and try to be a comic when that was kind of like the dying form and they were already in like the new form but like I, I also thought it was interesting how many comics turned into tv shows yeah i mean that was uh that was the next step you know yeah your show got big enough it would become a tv show and um the big ones uh i'm trying to look up and see if there's any information about the Rugrats comic. One that I didn't know, I didn't know Adam's family started as a comic strip in the New Yorker. I guess that's common knowledge, but I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. There you go. 
<laughs> it ran from 1998, so it was it was just in the. I'm talking about the Rugrats comic, so it was it started when we were in Kentucky. Oh. Um, and they ended in, in 2003. Wow. So anyway, yes, yeah, so there's a lot of shows. So some that you like, Baby Blues was a comic or a TV show. I think that was that on Cartoon Network. I, I don't remember. I just remember it had the Bare Naked Ladies song, It's All Been Done, as the theme oh, yeah. song. And I thought that was real cool. That's back when that song was the top song <laughs> in the world. I do like that song. I do, too. I like it a lot. Uh, Dennis the Menace, uh, Archie, Baby Blues. All yeah. the, uh, Dilbert was a show. Garfield and Friends. Yeah. Dilbert, yeah, Dilbert was uh, that we have the Dilbert DVD set for some reason. You guys do? Yeah. Um, Gross. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> people did. People didn't know when we we. I enjoyed Dilbert when I was like reading the comics. It's one of those that you felt smart reading. It. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm an adult. I'm reading about this sad man in his. I life. could work in an office setting. That's for sure. <laughs> the pointy haired boss wouldn't put me down. Yeah, and then uh, we Emily, uh, our sister Emily, always had the the books. So she had a couple of the Dilbert books, and I remember reading those. She had a bunch of Garfield and a couple of the the Dilbert ones. Dilbert was she loved Garfield, and I don't know why. Uh, it's Garfield. Garfield's Garfield had its moments. It was it was kind of funny. Garfield and Friends is good. Like I think it's a yeah the show, show, but I don't. She had yeah she had all the she had all the Garfield books, and she had the the Garfield uh, birthday party. Yeah, I mean, who knows why? No, I, I had like a sim aunt birthday party, so you know you I did. Couldn't... Well, I, I had a I had a hunchback at Notre Dame uh, birthday party. Exactly, we were all lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I played Simant again for the first time, and I stopped after like two minutes. Not because I I'm not done with it yet, but it was hard. <laughs> it was hard to control, <laughs> and I couldn't. I never it. knew how to play Simant. You were always good at Simant, but I usually just played The Sims. Yeah. Even though all like the first Sims is pretty impossible too, like. Your Sims got depressed like oh, very man. easily, and then you could not pull them out of that. It was just they're they're done. That was the most game version of it, where it was just like you you had to work pretty hard. Like I feel like the new ones, they're pretty fun, but like every like three and four especially, it's just kind of like well they're set, and now I'm just kind of watching them exist. Yeah, like, it's not very think... hard to keep them uh, happy and healthy. Yeah, I think two is probably the the funnest one to play if you still want to like play play. I think three and four are pretty much for people who like do all like the weird code and then just get sadistic with it. Like, there's a lot of weird shit that people do to their Sims, and like, I don't know. I think it started with people that just took away the 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 pool thing and then had their Sim drown. They're like, what else mm -hmm. could we do? And they have like dungeons full of like expectant mothers, and then like bring all their kids to the top i don't know people do weird weird shit um but i feel like the second one was still like okay like i can once you get into a family it gets a little hard because like you have to like try to keep like taking care of your kids mm -hmm. and like if you do something wrong child protection services would come and you'd be like oh i'm trying my hardest please no um 
but yeah three and four it's pretty easy to just get along and then if if you're depressed you just play a piano for seven hours and you're fine you're like oh i'm back yeah <laughs> i'm uh, back and i'm better than ever <laughs> with all these skills now that i have so many skills i can get any <laughs> job i want yeah well that'll be part of our sims episode um but yeah, it's uh, what are we talking about? The shows, the TV shows. So uh, yeah, TV the, shows that came from comics. There were several of those, uh, and I remember watching them. And uh, <laughs> that's so they, cool. Yeah, I remember that they were uh, they were around and they were on. And uh, I remember that uh, this is my problem with the comics uh, uh, thing is that I just I don't really I haven't engaged with them for so long that I remember them. You know, but I don't remember anything about them. Like, you don't care about their lives? You don't care about what happened to them? No, I don't care. Uh, and that's what... why Funky Winkerbean went off the deep end, because nobody <laughs> cared about what happened to Funky. Yeah. And so he would make the most batshit things happen to him as possible, and people would be like, that's different. Yeah. But they like, didn't care about Funky. Funky. Funky would never grace a binder of a sixth grade student. <laughs> Could you imagine that kid that came with a Funky Winkerbean binder? <laughs> his wife has cancer he's really going through it <laughs> oh leave him alone there's sad conversations that they have like i just <laughs> uh, I saw a couple panels that it was like I'll, I'll read a couple of it. it's just so nothing like there's not even jokes at the end of funky winkerbing it's two pretty sad people and it's like you know the kind of people that are in these comics where they're like there's somebody that's they they are, they have a bad attitude, but they're also very lonely. So if you get stuck, like they see you kind of off by yourself, they'll start talking to you, and mm -hmm. then like no matter what you do, and you're just like, oh yeah, you know, and they're they're just like, yeah, it's not like it's not quite like it used to be anymore, man. It used <laughs> to be do this, and it's just like, oh yeah, okay, you know, oh, oh that's a shame. <laughs> I just like and you just can't like you can't get out of it. They don't. Like they kind of know what kind of person you are that you're. I'm speaking specifically about me, I guess here, but like that I'm just like I. I don't want to be like mean or rude, but at the same time I'm just like I. I'll say whatever you want, but I'm like I'm ready to be <laughs> out of this conversation. Like I. I don't care about what you're talking. I about. yeah, I hate people that just like focus. Like, I'm not a super positive person. I don't like when people are always like, it's not the, everything's a new day kind of people either. Right. But I cannot stand when people just focus on every little thing that could go wrong yep. or is about to go wrong or why their life is terrible. And then no matter what new thing they get, it's always like, oh, but now I can't do this. I guess my life still is terrible. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know. It's just, just live. Yeah, that's the thing. And it's just like, well, people always say that. And it's just like, because they want you to shut up. Like, yeah. I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, that does suck. That does suck. Yeah, that sucks. You can only yeah, do that for right. so long. Like, I get it if people have a bad day and that stuff comes out. Because yeah. we've all done that where you're just kind of like, oh, this went wrong and then this went wrong. And I'm like, I just don't even know if it's going to. But you have to fucking pull yourself out of that sometimes. I can't take years and years of people just being like, then. I finally got this and then everyone's like yay like uh, we're gonna have like a few weeks of like someone being like happy for and then it's always something that's, so that's always like oh and, yeah and this is terrible because of this and i'm like have a good day yeah or just, <laughs> just like have a good day. Out. or like 
la a lot of those things too. It's just like, well, just you gotta laugh about that stuff. Like some of it's I know. just shit where you're just like, yeah, that sucks. But like everybody has that experience. Like I yeah, I if, think so. And I'm not even talking about like because I know depression's real and like it. I, oh it, yeah, I get different. it. I get yeah. it. It's different. But I'm just sick of like people just like I don't know. Like it's kind of like grief porn. It's yeah. just you always have to have something wrong and like you always have to have someone being like I and I you just can't always be the person that's like it's going to be okay or like or try to find solutions for people because there's people they don't want fucking solutions they just yeah. want you to feel bad for them and I'm just sick of feeling bad like I just don't I want know, to I do guess it that's, anymore. That's my thing you know if I get stuck with something like that it's just like you know I I understand that a lot of things suck but literally I mean you just have to not <laughs> i you just have to find a way to get through it like that's all it is like you think that everybody else is is like having a great time and like you know oh we've got it all figured out and everything makes sense it's like most people aren't having a great time you yeah know? but it's just like at the end of the well, day i think the kind of people like, that well, do this too are aren't thinking about other people ever i think it's a very narcissistic quality it's, and they, I think part of it is bringing other people down too, where it's just like, oh, well, like you, yeah, you have it. So this or that. And it's just like, no, I just like, I really, really try to just find joy in the things that I find joy in and like try to shut out the rest of it. Like, that's it. Like, I'm not doing, you know, it, I, it, it is hard to discuss, but it's just like, I guess, you know, like you said, it's like, I understand that, that people have depression and stuff but i also know that a lot of times people that do have depression they don't it doesn't manifest itself like outwardly that way you know like it's yeah. usually they're trying to be more upbeat and it's not that consistent it's not like I, I, don't, I feel like it's more of a narcissistic quality when it's that consistent or it's just all the time because yeah. i feel like depression kind of comes out differently like you said and it's hard it's really hard to to find like especially in this day and age where everyone just says i have depression and then just goes on with what they were doing without making any changes because they have depression and you can't say anything because they have depression um this is but uh, yeah i don't know I, I i know that i also have depression so it's hard to just take that as an excuse all the time because it's just like i well people like describe something that's so terrible that they can't like get around it and it's just something that happens to you like every other day and you're just kind of like i i don't know i i understand that totally because it is like you hear that a lot like adhd or depression or whatever it is and people like you know making excuses about it or whatever and it's just like just like I'm not saying just like quietly deal with it, but like, don't just say it out loud and then be like, now everything I do, I can just be like, it's because of this. Yeah, if, it's like, you if have you to know then... that's a reason you have to actively yeah. like work on that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't and... want to go down this road. It's just, it drives me nuts. And it's but... just, it's so constant in so many people, you know, now. So it's just, well, it's that's everywhere. It. it is everywhere. And it's just like, yeah, it's like, well, why don't you do this about it? It's like, oh, because whatever. It's like, I would, you... but then this would happen, and that's also terrible. You're like, okay, Eeyore. God yeah, fucking it. Eeyore. Why just <laughs> don't be Eeyore somewhere else. I can't, can't keep doing this. Yeah, we love uh, you. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs> but yeah, it's different strokes for different folks. <laughs> um, this is where I'm trying to come out of that, but. 
I do think in yeah, just being less like. <sighs> anyway, comics. Comics are uh, <laughs> comics are great. Uh, I think the problem. I, I'll, I'll just say this one last thing. I think the problem is that everyone sees everyone as their support system now. Yeah. When you should just have a support system, and then let the people uh, let people that are acquaintances in your life be acquaintances. I think okay. So there was this thing, and uh, th there was this. It was a couple years ago. It was, I think it was twenty twenty that they that this lady came out. It was it was stupid. Like the she had like written out this text that was like somebody's texting you. You know you can send them this, and it's like you know I'm not in the headspace to deal with this. Oh yeah, like, I remember blah, that. Blah, blah blah blah. But I'm like, I get what that woman is saying because. So people do just like without really being like, hey, are you in a good place to talk? Like, especially with texting, because with texting, people are just like, here's my shit, man. And it's just like I'm sitting with my wife and watching a movie or like I'm <laughs> like doing something else. And like now you, you've just decided to dump all the, your shit on me right now without, you know, it's like you, you wouldn't do that if you called or if you met them, you would get a feel for what space they're in you know, all that stuff and then maybe talk to, but now it's just like, here it is. Here's all my stuff. And like, and if you, know, you don't I, respond within 20 minutes, then you yeah. hate my guts. I do think that that woman was annoying as fuck, but yeah, I get that. That's a, a, also a real thing that she could have been less yeah, annoying her about. response was hilarious. And like, I'm not saying like the <laughs> yeah. way that she handled or, or anything or even talked about it. There's a, normal human way to have a conversation about that and that was not it whatever the hell no. she was doing but <laughs> i at least agree with the very basic like hey like don't just text and drop all this stuff you don't even know like that person could also be like having an argument or like going through like having a really hard day or like something on their end that's like i can't juggle this right now like and mm -hmm. it's hard to just like listen like all this sounds like shit and i'm sorry you're going through it but like listen i'm <laughs> i'm over here doing my own stuff because there isn't really an etiquette of like hey you have a couple minutes or like hey like what do you like just get a feel for it first it's a lot all oftentimes just like here's all my shit or and just like, fucking go to therapy for the love of god we, like we got to get over the fucking like stigma of it because that's all you're that, like if you say that to somebody or just it's like oh i did it it's helping oh, i don't want to be the kind of person it's like you're part of the problem you're already that person you're just yeah. using me as a therapist instead of going to therapy and then if i try to give say anything it's like i understand like i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but like i can only do so much and i can only sit there and listen to it for yeah so talk long. to a fucking professional but like i um i know and it's just like what is like these people are trained to do it it's an old profession it's you know it's gone through so many iterations and you know there's there's real science to it and they know what they're doing i know not all of them do but like you know it at least there is a very like sound school for this that you can like expect results from and the, these people know what they're doing it's not some scam it's not like you know some crystal that you hold or whatever else it's a real thing that right. has real benefits and it's for... what it's what they're trying to do which is what's frustrating it's because they know they want to talk about it and they know they want and but they're not like seeking out like someone that can actually help them again it's like they're not actually needing the help just the like trying to dump it on somebody else but it's yeah. like there's professionals that like this is what they do 
and they know it actually helps so like it's actually like a solution yeah but i do it is interesting that funky like um i'm not trying to like stop this conversation but it is interesting that funky winkerbin is fueling this conversation because that's pretty much all he was doing is putting all his trauma into a comic strip and probably not getting therapy he's probably just like putting all his stuff into funky winker bean and just like writing the most depressing shit possible and making it everyone else's problem yeah and then him being like this is fine like i have a i have a escape you're like yeah but you're like broadcasting it yeah there's a there's a huge difference between like working your problems out or maybe helping people cut and so it's like i deal with this or i've had this issue and i can and i'm i'm not even going to talk about that with funky winker bean really because i literally read like three recently read like three of the strips and the other times i've read it even though i've read it for years like i did not process or retain any of that information right. so like i'm not i don't really know based you know anything except for the the very small amount of comics that i read but it does feel like that where it's just like it's not helpful it's just like i'm sad and i'm doing this well, and like i i had a um a podcast i used to listen to that it took me a long time to realize and i think a lot of people go through that when they're young it's just like it's this thing where it's like it's not helpful it's just this like like almost this like you don't worry about it like you know don't really get help for your problems it's better to just sort of like as long as you say them out loud i don't know not that it wasn't helpful at all but it's just like it is a lot of times just like not trying to to move people in any direction it's just like yeah you know like what you were talking about you're seeing a lot now it's just like oh i have hd adhd that means that i can do this and you can't do anything about it and it's like no the that means that you've kind of recognized what your issues are and then you need to take steps to figuring out how to better your, you know, better yourself and put yourself in a better, you know, give yourself the tools that you need to whatever, whatever, to whatever, you know, all that stuff. But it's like, it always kind of stops with that. Like, I have a problem, you know, I drink too much. I do this, I do that. And it's just like, okay, but like, you know, then there's the other stuff, you know, you can't really just leave it there, I guess. Right. And I, I, I kind of with that, I feel like in stuff like Funky Weaker Bean, like we touched on this earlier, where you said he was like putting in stuff that no one had ever done before. And that was kind of, that was supposed to be helping. But I think that kind of goes with, with uh, this part of the conversation is that I don't think that he was doing that for anybody else's benefit, but himself. Like, I can't fully say that. I don't want... Like I, I don't I have no idea what his actual intentions are, but that's what it felt like, especially with a, a cancer storyline where you know that she's gonna die. How's that helping anybody that has a loved one with cancer? It's not because you're just kind of like, I'm watching this unfold with a person I know is going to die. Yeah. This is just his story that he's putting out there, which is also completely fine, but I feel like you can't really give them the the accolades of being like, oh, showing a person with cancer. You're just kind of like, yeah, he's just telling his own story. He's not he's not doing that for the benefit, which is true for a lot of media. It's not like this is just this guy. Yeah. But I feel like that you can't just be you can't just like say like this show has a one gay character, so now they're trying. Yeah. You know? it- there's different levels of it and i don't know what his intentions are like i said i don't i've very briefly done anything with this with uh yeah we probably can't even call this funky winker bean as a title episode he he probably would come for us let's call it uh comic chat 
Uh, but <laughs> the most depressing shit you've ever heard. <laughs> and Funky Winkerbeak. And Funky Winkerbeak. Remember, <laughs> Funky, he lives in Ohio. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's uh, I don't know. I it's 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 hard to you know take that all in, and I think I I don't know people myself included need to be better at recognizing that stuff and with everything i think that just um i don't know i'm probably getting off on some weird different points here but I we've just... gone on a lot of tangents and let's write our comic strip okay yeah let's do that we don't need to discuss any other thing so let's we're not uh... professionals we don't know shit we just get annoyed with people <laughs> uh... and uh, you know <laughs> you're trying you know i want to make the <laughs> I wanted to make the traffic uh, better for people, you know. I hope someone did listen to that traffic and had an epiphany of what they could do. They're just like, oh, I don't have to be a piece of shit. Like, I can if I left a huge car. gap, people could get in. You don't say. But, now uh, back to depression. <laughs> three panels. Um, we we didn't really talk about anything about what we liked about comics or you know, <laughs> what we didn't like. So well, it really leaves it open-ended for what the... What the I think what we learned, especially at the very beginning when you hated all my ideas about my Marvel comic man, is that people don't want new weird gimmicks in their comic strips. I think they want mon mundane shit to read every day and to just start the day with whatever Luann did that day and then right. just... Uh, be like, all right, Luann's in a place, I'm in a place, time to eat my cereal and time to go. So people just want one strip of a character just doing one thing and then that being their entire day. What if it's just a, a guy getting up in the morning and reading the comics? You know, <laughs> What if that's all your comic was every day? It's just a guy that read the comic and goes, that's nice. Or he that was it, weird. You know, he just like doesn't even make any comments that you can. He just like, Ugh. well, I'm genuinely trying to think. I'm like, is there any comic that lasted that had any real like things going on in the strip? Because obviously, comic books that worked where people would like read whole issues, but I don't think there's any strips where anything like cool happened or had like a uh protagonist that was like did like anything actually like like interesting or cool with their day like i feel like all the strips that were popular and stuck around were just families that lived i know and they were like they didn't really bother to make it too interesting again i i feel i don't want to talk about this I just want to say, I guess, that I'm saying this as someone who has not engaged with these comics for years and years. That's why we're doing an episode about it. Um, <laughs> but, like, Grounded... Is it called... Not Grounded for Life. What is that one called that people kind of point at that does that where they... Um, you have to does. give me more information. It, it's... Uh, I don't know. It's a family, and they age, and they've always aged. And that 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 is what it is. They, the The characters will you know i know from like the that jamie loftus kathy podcast that kathy went through some things she got married and got had a new job like that's kind of interesting but like for the most part it is just they they age up and they uh they have their own kids and then it's just kind of like oh this is like reminds me of the people i don't really 
have that much fun hanging out with, you know, that I see some, like, have to go over, and it's just like, well, we both don't want to be here, but, you know, let's do this thing but real damn quick. damn it, we have history. But damn it, somebody's decided that this is the way it has to be, so <laughs> let's sit and awkwardly for a little bit. And, yeah, I don't really know, like, the Garfield of it all, I guess, is that it's just, like, it doesn't really attempt to do anything, and, like it's pretty pleasant to look at like the colors are nice the illustrations are nice like you, it doesn't ask much of you like it, it and it's like oh during christmas it's fun because they do fun christmas things and you know like they'll kind of throw in little fun candy things for you to look at but other than that it's just like i mean it doesn't matter what garfield did ever you know he does the same things every time he's a cat uh, it's kind of what we're talking about. Pretty much it is like the guy reading the comics, like he's drinking coffee, he's hitting spiders, you know, he's complaining about whatever, this or that. He's not chasing mice. He's friends with mice, hates spiders. Uh, you know, that's going to happen. He's talking to Odie or, or Normal, like that's that's going to happen. John's there. John's going on a date and it didn't go well. Someone like beat the shit out of him, it appears. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what I would beat the shit out of him because he's comes what if they him. did just go dark out of nowhere with Garfield but all this like mundane shit that's happening and then John's date beats the shit out of him I mean that's what like, happens that's what did that... Garfield minus Garfield is about is like you know if the joke will be like oh John's back from his date and it looks like he's covered in like pie crust you know you know whatever he's gotten hit by a pie or like He's missing a tooth, you know. That because, is fucking dark. Like, whatever, he leaned in for a kiss and the woman didn't want it and she socked him. Like, it's whatever. There was no way to get it. out of it but, but, except for beating the shit out of John, which really makes John, uh, if this many women feel like the only way out of not kissing John was beating the shit out of him, was he really being a nice guy on these dates? We don't know. I mean, we've seen about a couple of them. It, it, it doesn't appear like he does too much he's just like i don't i'm not sure what the, he dresses poorly i think is the yeah paul the but when thing. we when we see john on dates those are the dates that john it knows allows we're us seeing to him. See, yeah yeah so like he's like painting this picture for us john's probably a serial killer honestly his yeah he'll like show us the dates on the dates that seem normal and those are probably the ones that he like picks with um like weird women and then when he goes out with normal women he does a serial killer shit and then comes back beaten up and he's like another one of those and you're like poor john why but john's he, a fucking serial killer why doesn't john just like find a woman like he i again like the big thing is he dresses pretty much like a clown dresses right that's the joke <laughs> He, there's got to be a woman out there that's interested in that like well there is now he, he dates the vet yeah, but it took a long time. Like, that was a pretty consistent thing. That was like a you wore me down situation, you know? Yeah, but he wore her down. True. Good for John. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far yeah. as serial killer dating goes, I think that's pretty nice. And we don't know how much time has passed because John is not aging. So all of this could right. be taking place in the same year as for all we know. That's true. He could have murdered all those women in a year and then decided that he wanted to settle down with the vet. 
He wasn't going to murder anymore. <laughs> I've uh, done mur- That's what's weird about serial killers in general is that there is a time where they just decide they're not murdering anymore. And then they're always found with just a family, you know? And then that family had no idea they were serial killers. And then, like, it's scary, Paul. And this happens in the John universe. <laughs> yeah, that's shit. That would be the way that it goes out. <laughs> it's discovered that he's a. Serious. That'll be Jim Davis's gun to Darling's head. He's just. What are you gonna do now? Uh, BT Doves. John was a serial killer. <laughs> Boom! Drops the mic. Yeah. Garfield opens. And then Jim the Davis dies the next day by John's hand. We um, don't know. John killed him because he's supposed to be John. Essentially, that's what a lot of these comics oh. do. They have the they have the stand in like they're in the comic like uh pearls before swine did this and then the comic that was just pretty much pearls before swine but it had the cat and the dog fuzzy fuzzy that one sucks that's my least favorite one Um, i liked it but i i thought that guy was cute yeah that was it's always a dude with like a backwards hat that kind of looks goofy (laughs) that's like they all are and they're always sitting at a drawing table and they're just like Like, (laughs) what do i talking cats say um but yeah we'll have one of those he'll be in the third panel he'll be like what you said what you said? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have two panels of someone with a lot of dialogue <laughs> huge text bubbles and then the third one he's just <laughs> he's like what you said or something so the... honestly paul I think that would be on a notebook. If you just had like, yeah, you had one guy that was just like in, a situ- he'd always be in situations where he'd be like overhearing people. It would be, okay, we're, we're going to tie this all together. Okay. It would always be a person that was like trauma dumping on him or just like kept talking to him when you're, it's clear you didn't want to listen or just like be like coming out of nowhere and just be like, yeah, man, another thing that's going on with me. And it just ends with what you said, and then he goes, "Hey, what if it's yeah?" Two, there's just this annoying, ugly character that's just trauma dumping, like you said, and then like just like it just makes this person look. It's just like blah blah blah. And then the next bad thing happened. Blah blah blah. And then I felt down. Oh no, what was me? <laughs> and then the last panel, the guy's at the drawing desk, and he's got a friend with him. And the friend is looking over to the comic and they're they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's clearly all the stuff I told you like yesterday. <laughs> Honestly, Paul, I think this could do pretty well. I think we should call the newspapers. Yeah. And then that's all that is. What you said? He'll have a like the it's always the third panel is his friend is just like, what the fuck? I thought that I, I, you know, like they both know what's going on. And neither of them correct either behavior. Like <laughs> instead of the guy being like, "Listen, you gotta stop," and the other guy being like, "I should go get therapy or something." They both just have this pretty toxic relationship where one of them dumps all the information. The other one's just like, "Here's here's what I think of you," like indirectly. <laughs> it's what I think of you. 
<laughs> I mean, that's it. That's the idea. Not your problems. Not anything. Here's what I think of you. Here's what you are doing to me. Here's what I hear when you talk. Here's what <laughs> I'm thinking when you talk. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, yeah, I think I could see what you said on billboards and cakes <laughs> and uh, birthday greetings. Me too, me too. This be a card that has like <laughs> the card would have like all this like stuff that you you'd just write a whole note like you would for a friend on a birthday, and then um, when they open it, the the text they'll open it that the text appears, but the top will fall down as soon as they open it, and it'll just go what you said, <laughs> and then they'll laugh and they won't read your note. Yeah, it's like oh, that's what I need to. <laughs> I need to not see you anymore. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what you said, guy, is just destroying relationships all around the planet. What if the first comic is the thing we discussed where it's that and what you said and then every subsequent comic is just what if that blew up as a concept? <laughs> <laughs> it's like billboards and parades and like all the, <laughs> the different merch that people buy for each other and like every other thing every other thing that happens and it's just like what if this got like really big and like everybody we'll just do it. what ifs until it actually comes into existence yeah <laughs> it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then Honey, there's all these... was there a time in our life before the what you said guy was popular <laughs> i don't think so dear i don't think so <laughs> exactly i've always loved him i've always loved his billboards and his cards me too dear <laughs> Me too. <laughs> in their deathbeds. This is one of the comics too. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> they're holding hands in their deathbed and they're they're clutching the first comic. And they have both like, is there ever like that's the only thing they're remembering about their lives <laughs> when they read that comic together and how much joy it brought them. <laughs> there was never a time before the Watcher Guy that I remember, Miranda. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, yeah, that could work, where it's just the whole comic is it's like, what if this, what if our idea is the most popular idea ever? <laughs> what if it's like, because that's what most conversations end up with. It's like half of an idea, and then the rest of it's just like, what if this was like, what if this was so popular? That, like... <laughs> what if the world couldn't even contain my idea? What if, what if this was bigger than me? What if this is just huge? Because it's all, all wishful thinking. But that's the comic. <laughs> it's just it has idea. nothing to do with our feelings. It's the comic. It's the, the comic is doing it. We're not talking about, wouldn't it be fucking great if I just put something online and everyone's like, that's the next thing. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't have to do shit anymore. I can just draw this stupid fucking thing and everyone's going to oh love God. it. And just give I haven't felt this way since I saw Ziggy for the first time. And now it's coming all over again. Yeah, it'll happen. It's over. Ziggy's just chained to his office. <laughs> You're free. The whatcha guy is here now. Yeah, no one likes you anymore, Ziggy. Yeah, somebody is living that, though. It's like, man, I just drew this dumb shit and everyone loved it. Now I, I hope. I genuinely hope that's their attitude, though. And it's not like, oh, why Ziggy? Why that's... Ziggy is what brought. I don't know. That's what Jim Davis, I promise you that's Jim Davis's uh, outlook because he does not seem to care what happens to Garfield. He's like, 
listen, I drew this thing, you know, like he's a, I'm not saying he's a bad cartoonist. Like they, the comics look nice and everything, but like, it's like, it just seems to me that he's like, I drew this thing. It's, it's insanely popular, you know, and I'm not going to ask questions about it. You know, <laughs> like it, it's just, it is what it is. And like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna touch it. I'm just gonna let it go and go and, and die a millionaire, billionaire, and and in my, you know, Indiana home, wherever. Yeah, field. Does he still live in Indiana? I believe so. Everybody that is from Indiana lives there. You know what? Because they're just kind of like might as well because it's a perfectly fine place to live. It's not yeah. exciting. I wouldn't. I'm not like being like indiana's the best place to live but i do see that if people already live here they're just gonna be like fine but it also it's just like, well, nobody does come here it's not like you know escaping to the, the hills of vermont or montana or something where it's just like oh this beautiful wilderness i'm not saying it's not beautiful i like how we always right. have, have something about indiana <laughs> unrelated it's just even close to touch i guess it is a little bit but it's just is what it is, right? It's Midwestern farmland mostly. Yeah, and and you're just kind of like I, you are. You know what's gonna happen. It's not like uh, it's it's not crazy. Yeah, yeah, Davis resides in Albany, Indiana. I don't know where Albany is. I know where New Albany is. Yeah, this is the old one. <laughs> but yeah, David Letterman has his ranch here. Like you just that's what happens, and, and you know whatever. Yeah. Because it is like no one's. You could pretty easily hide because no one's coming for you you know and no one cares like i even if we we would see mellencamp every once in a while and it would be called spotting the coog when i lived in bloomington mm -hmm. but nobody cared no one bothered mellencamp and i think uh uh what's his face moved here because his wife was from here uh jesse eisenberg oh yeah no, no, he just i don't think there. yeah he just wanders around bloomington too nobody cares yeah it's just it's it's because people don't <laughs> want to be around that because you they live in the state of indiana you know like it's just like uh, uh i just kind of want to <laughs> exist in my hole and uh would you get out of the way everybody <laughs> wants candles <laughs> not just you everybody anyway, wants that's candles. that's enough we always do this and it's probably the same for anybody anywhere uh so whatever neither of us live there you do so one of us does um anyway uh, Either of us live here, but you do. <laughs> well, you know, you live it like. Oh, Albany is part of Muncie, Indiana, so it's the same place. It's not. It okay. just has a golf club instead of no golf club. Instead <laughs> of no golf club. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, it's just listed on the map. Muncie, no golf club. <laughs> Albany, Anderson golf club. All... Yeah. Um, you know, on that choose note... or die, Jim Davis. <laughs> Oh, golf club. Uh, <laughs> well done. You did it. <laughs> Even though you could have easily driven over here because it's not far, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Let's uh, go ahead and wrap up there. We wrote our comic. We did it. We talked about comics. Uh, We really, we solved traffic issues, depression issues. Uh, well, depression just went with Funky Winker Bean. I don't even think that was a tangent. I think I'm not Funky Winker Bean. Funky Winker Bean knows what he wanted to bring up, and he brought it up, and there it was. Yeah, good for Funky. He really hey. he keeps it funky. 
He, keeps he does it keep fresh. it funky. He's he keeps a... it funky. He keeps it fresh. Yeah. What's he on about? I always say. What's he on about? What's Funky doing? <laughs> Is, he doesn't see, appear. Either I don't know which one's Funky Winker Ring, or it doesn't appear to be in most of the comics. Or he's not in all of them, but he's there. Or. He's... Yeah, is there actually a character named Funky Winkerine? Yeah, there is. Okay. That's that much... part is true. <laughs> well, folks, uh, <laughs> behave yourself. You know, if it's snowing or you are, uh, keep calm. Uh, someone will be there soon. Keep calm. <laughs> I do like that we ended a whole um, discussion on Funky Winkerbean with you asking if a character was named Funky Winkerbean. <laughs> That's how much research I did. <laughs> So much I invested in this. No, tell me. Was there really a character even named Funky? Uh, yes, Paul, absolutely. The main yeah. character. Oh, okay. Well, goodbye. <laughs> that's uh, that's where I wanted to end. <laughs> Let you know that I didn't retain any information. Uh, all right, folks. You know, stay cool, stay warm. Uh, keep it, keep it, keep it fresh. Bye. Bye. It's all been done.